a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Your time has come. A storm is coming. Our storm. When it arrives, it will shake the universe. Welcome to the Solar Storm. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you December 7th, 2022. Thank you so much for joining me here on RenegadeBroadcasting.com. Please check out RenegadeTribune.com and head on over to HeathenHerbs.com so you can get some Christmas gifts before it's too late. Excuse me, Yule gifts. Now, guys, I want to encourage you all to uh, donate if you haven't done so. I got a adjust something here. I had everything all set up. Everything was looking good. I was doing great. I had gone 10 minutes into the show and then what happened was I realized that uh, my mic was not being registered by the streaming software. So here we go. I had to restart everything. Now here we go. Uh, You can donate uh, to the P.O. Box. You can use Gab Pay or you can send cryptocurrencies. That's over there at renegadebroadcasting.com. All right, guys, before we get into the many subjects we have to cover here today, 
I want to make my Renegade recommendation. You guys know I like to do this each week, and my Renegade recommendation for this week is that you guys all go download a video editor so you could take some of the clips that are coming out these days and you could start compiling things and doing old mashups, and you can release your own content to the many platforms that are available to us. And you can get involved in the Info War. <laughs> but not on the side of Info Wars, of course. So if you go to lwks.com, you can get a free version of Lightworks. This is what I used to make Hellstorm. They used it to make a bunch of professional movies, Hollywood movies, and it's available for free for you. You could pay a little bit more and basically what you get, a few different features, also just the ability to export in more than 720p, which is what they capped it at for the free version and which will always be free there are also some other ones such as shotcut that you can go to shotcut.org and you could download this it's a free open source video editor i've used this on a few things as well very easy to use i suggest you guys get involved oh another thing i can recommend maybe i'll bring this out as next week's recommendation drinking some a tea made from six different mushrooms very good. Very good for your health. I like mushroom tea. It tastes nice. Okay, so let's now take a look at some of the stories that have been going on since I have not been on the air. Okay, of course we all know about Alex Jones and Yay24, the three-hour interview that went on between them. Apparently it was three hours and three minutes long. And Alex Jones, when he interviewed Trump, it was 33 minutes and 33 seconds long. Bizarre piece of theater. Kanye was wearing a Donda mask, which is named after his mother, who he claims was sacrificed. And it does look like some kind of a cult ritualistic mask. It looks like a BDSM mask. And he also brought some props like the Holy Bible and a net and Yoohoo for Netanyahu. It was a very interesting performance we saw. And throughout the whole thing, Kanye was just praising Hitler, saying that Nazis were pretty cool, and that 6 million Jews did not die in the Holocaust. Now, you'd think, why aren't you getting 100% behind this guy? Well, it's because of the homosexuals he's been working with, the fact that he's a Hollywood celebrity, and that uh, he's promoting Judeo-Christianity as the ultimate solution to everything. In addition to shilling for Russia, following the steps of uh, Nick Fuentes here. But it's just a wild time to be alive, and I do think we have a big opportunity here. That's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I, I, see, I, I see good things about Hitler also. He said this kind of thing so many times, that he likes the Nazis. He really he loves Hitler. You know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really good architect. And, uh, and so you're in love with the with the with the with the with the, archi- the, the the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. It's true. That is true. The masked man there is speaking the truth. So what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if this is a psyop, if this is some kind of 4D chess being played against us. If it's non-linear warfare, however you want to put it, gay op, 
maybe it's being used to crack down further on anti-Semitism. I don't know, but as Rahm Emanuel said, we cannot let a good crisis go to waste because there are going to be so many young people, I mean, so many black people, so many people from all around the world that are going to hear what Kanye is saying and start looking into it. They're going to realize that it's actually cool to identify as a Nazi. That is countercultural. You want to be a real rebel? Say you love Hitler. Read Mein Kampf. Look into the claims of the Holocaust with the, the Holocauster, the the wooden doors on the gas chambers and the shower room that was disguised, excuse me, the gas chamber that was disguised as a shower room never actually used as a gas chamber in Dachau. You got the eagle and the bear picking picking Jews apart. You've got the pedal-driven brain-bashing machine. You've got the murderous masturbatory machine. Uh, but yeah, you got people like this guy down here. He's now looking into Hitler's You're financial You're going to want to watch this video. Miracle. As a leader, he accomplished what's viewed today as the biggest financial miracle in history. This is ridiculous. This is, this is the world we're living in today. It's a very interesting time to be alive. So they're waking up to the reality of Jewish supremacy that uh, Hitler actually wasn't the bad guy he was made out to be. But we got to make these people see that... Uh, there are gatekeepers who are going to lead them astray. The NSDAP was not Christian. In fact, the SS was very anti-Christian. Not that they were anti-God, anti-divine, but they were anti-Judeo-Christianity. They were also against homosexuals like Nick and Milo and possibly, yay, himself. And they would not support the neo-Bolsheviks in Russia. So these gatekeepers are known as Judas goats because they help lead the sheep to the slaughter. So we've got to intercept all these people who are just now waking up and make sure that the gatekeepers do not infect their minds during this awakening process. It's just very, very interesting to see all these social networks swamped with discussions of Jewish supremacy and Hitler and the Holocaust. And the Jewish reaction to all of this has been very telling. I think that's actually helped to wake a lot of people up. So I had to publish this after... Everything went down. Yay goes gay. So, I mean, guys, we know that a lot of rappers have been gay. A lot of these celebrities that they push for us are gay. So we have to wonder why Yay has the gay in his campaign. He has gotten rid of Milo here, uh, who can be seen making out with Gavin McGinnis, who just recently interviewed Yay, and Nick Fuentes, who we know loves cat boys. And has uh, apparently looked at uh, tranny porn himself, just like uh, Alex Jones has. I'll get into that a little bit later. But Nick Fuentes very much launched into the world in a big way. So many people promoted him. Alex Jones, Andrew Torotorba, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So many people gave him legitimacy. Milo, the same thing. Flamboyant homosexual. He's even worse than just being homosexual. Okay, yeah, he claims to be... A former homosexual, he prayed the gay away so he could sell merch, Christian merch. Remember that? Disgusting. Anyway, uh, he's worse than that because he uh, had endorsed homosexual child rape as a kind of coming-of-age experience. And, you know, we actually broke that story on Renegade Tribune long before, long before any of the mainstream outlets took it up and decided to make him persona non grata. The video won't play of where he says this because, of course, this has pretty much all been scrubbed from the internet pretty effectively. Uh, but he has kept tabs on people. He says he's got basically a docs disk. He's got a hard drive full of information, all, this, all the conversations he's had with people. He released one of Richard Spencer ranting about Jews, which was kind of hysterical. 
But recently, Laura Loomer had released screenshots of Mr. Milo. And uh, he was Ye's campaign manager, but not anymore. And it could be because of these screenshots. Laura said, well, 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 what do we have here? Does Ye know his campaign manager is going around lying, accusing him of being gay and literally threatening to kill Ye? Like I said, Milo is just trying to exploit Ye for, Ye for his money and make Trump look bad. Take a look at these archived posts about what Milo has said about Ye. By the way, Laura called into the show, called Kanye's phone to call into the show on Alex Jones. I could see a future. So he's surrounded by more Jews and uh, homosexuals. Yeah, that's not a great campaign look. Okay. I could see a future where Milo tries to blackmail Ye with false claims that Ye is gay. We're going to see in just a second how this has actually unfolded. Milo loves blackmailing people by his own admission. He loves making up lies about people once he is through using them for money and fame. P.S. Milo is still gay and always will be because you can't pray the gay away. Once a vindictive sociopathic gay, always a vindictive sociopathic gay. Saying he was straight was also just another way to exploit Christians and make money. For the most part, I actually agree with <laughs> based right-wing Jewess Laura Loomer here. But here are the screenshots. Milo is saying, Kanye is gay, don't make me keep saying this. This is before he was the campaign manager, of course. But not too long ago. Most rappers are homos, especially the new crop. Well understood. Kanye is a pretty pathetic figure now. He got outfoxed by a beard, meaning Kardashian. Kanye is a very gifted homosexual. I'd kill Kanye because he's gay. Back when Kanye was cool, especially the black homosexual Kanye West. He was late filing and didn't pay fees all over the place. So, yeah, he just keeps going on and on. At least Kanye likes white guys and apparently Jewish guys like you, huh? So, uh, yeah, these rumors have been going around for a long time. Remember the South Park episode where Kanye is a gay fish? It's the, there's even the song Gay Fish. Very popular at the time. So people have been saying Kanye is gay for a long, long time. I just wanted to play a brief bit of this clip. So there you have the bass mile. This, this right here is so crazy. Look at this. Look at this demon. Oh my God. So the Is it just the drugs? I think it's got to be more than just drugs and some kind of um, possession, demon possession through the anus. I've heard that's actually a real thing. First one is who topped whom uh, between you and, and Nicholas J. Fuentes? <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. It doesn't sound good. It's like, oh no, he wasn't doing it for a sexual act. He was drinking water from it. But again, just like with the cross dressing, it, it is different. It's different, okay? It's different. It's okay when Cammy does it. He wears cat, cat ears. So, let's see if Laura Loomis' prediction did actually turn out to be true. Well, it actually looks like it uh, It did. So, I said, even if it's not true, Ye should never have gotten in bed with Milo in the first place, nor the Catboy King. So, this was a, uh, a statement made to the National File file milo claimed that kanye had solicited him for sex he's also claimed that Ye attempted to have gay sex with him so milo said no is he still married to a black man even though he's prayed the gay away i think he might be they ever dissolve that marriage so uh let's see what alex has been doing these days alex jones goes to war with kanye west and nick fuentes over homoerotic hitler fascination he calls uh, Nick Fuentes baby Hitler and a Nazi lover. 
These guys have been best buds for a long time, and now it's just falling apart. It's tragic, tragic to see. Why can't I zoom in properly here? Whatever. Okay, so let's just take a look at, at some of uh, the clips here. So Alex did a tour after this interview to try to try to say, hey, I'm not a Nazi. Not a Nazi, folks. Uh, and he is also calling Nick Fuentes a homosexual, but that is very much like the pot calling the kettle black. Seriously, <laughs> I didn't know that Nick Fuentes was really a Nazi lover. Yeah, I, I'd had him on over the years three or four times whenever he was being debanked or censored, and he would be like, no, I'm not a Nazi. I just care about white people's rights. So I think this, this whole thing was a real coming out uh, and I'll be honest with you, uh, especially with the Fuentes thing, and I'll still have Fuentes on. I believe in the First Amendment. Uh, but there's a real creepy factor with this Hitler stuff. And then I also noticed that Richard Spencer came out and said, yay, blew Jones away, because Jones is really controlled by the liberal narrative oh, that boy. Hitler's bad. But, but those of us that know the dark, powerful beauty of Hitler and, and of the darkness and of the strength, and it's like, some homoerotic, you know, thing over Hitler. It, it, that is kind of what's going on. There's this Hitler fetish, and no, I'm not into dudes in fancy, you know, peacock military uniforms that, <laughs> that, that, by the way, got 22 million Germans killed. So the biggest killer of Germans in history, if you like Germanic people, and I'm, you know, I'm basically half German, have a, a lot of German roots, is Hitler. Hitler was a disaster. Hitler was an occultist. Hitler was a pedophile. Hitler was horrible. Screw Hitler. I, Burn in hell Hitler. I can, and the left uses Hitler to push their communist agenda that is basically just as bad and authoritarian to call all of us Hitler. And so people are so sick of being called Hitler, they go, hey, if Hitler's so powerful, let's just say we're with Hitler. And that's what these people are doing. And I felt like I was sucked in to a giant publicity stunt. Now, now I, I'm... I'm <laughs> oh, like you didn't... Like, that's not the reason you had him on for a giant publicity stunt, right? <laughs> He was loving all the views. He was saying it's not, lit, 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 I'm lit, lit. And either person, I understand that they probably even believe what they're doing. But no, I saw a whole bunch of programs like the Young Turds and all of them say, Jones is just mad they let the secret out. Jones likes Hitler. No, I hate authoritarians. I hate communists. I hate Xi Jinping. I hate Hitler. I hate Mao Zedong. I hate Joseph... Uh, you know, Stalin. I hate Fidel Castro. I hate Hugo Chavez. Yeah. I love George Washington. I love Thomas Jefferson. I love American strength and freedom and power and Christianity and open societies and capitalism and <laughs> free speech. And I want it back now. Oh, it's all same old shtick, you know. But yeah, he's calling he's calling Nick Fuentes gay. Well, come on, or homoerotic. Come on, Alex. Really? Let's take a look for a second about Alex's true feelings. He loves Blair White, the uh, based right-wing tranny here. I don't know what Blair's uh, real male name is, but uh, I can't even dead name Blair because I don't know. So what was this in response to? Let's take a look. Uh, oh, here we go. Leave the tea babes alone. <laughs> the Nick Fuentes controversy reminds me of the time Alex Jones was caught with tabs on his phone about tea babes. Does anyone remember this? Yeah, it was, uh, I forget what the T-Babe's name was. It was a tranny porn star that he was watching on his phone. Yeah, it didn't really cause too much of a scandal. People still, I guess, like the guy, trust him. And then there was Nick Fuentes, an account of his on Twitter had released this and he was going through looking at his phone. You see Nick Fuentes and Jaden McNeil here, by the way. We'll get to Jaden in just a little bit. 
uh, he looks at the uns review, and oh, there was some some T babe porn going on in the back background. So Alex and Nick uh, it seems are into the same kind of thing. Let's take a look at this little thread here about who is Nick Fuentes, and uh, coming from Kinocopter, must be a Kino Casino type uh, account here. Kanye's new associate, who was with Ye at the Donald Trump dinner, refers to himself as Hitler 2, 3, and 4, but is called the Catboy Fuhrer by those who mock him. So, he got his start in politics at BU. He was noticed by Cassie Dillon in a debate for being openly Trump just before the 2016 election. So, this guy really came around the same time as Trump. To people like myself, he came out of nowhere, and we were very confused as to why he was even popular. So they had a falling out, Cassie and Nick. Um, so that's where Nick was noticed by Milo and Ben Shapiro, who were initially impressed by him. Cassie Dillon would be late, later be hired by RSB Network, where she brought on Nick, who hosted uh, RSB at the Charlottesville rally in 2017. So yeah, that's that's where I guess he got a big a big boost from his attendance in Charlottesville caused the network to disavow him who wanted nothing to do with him following the infamous rally. So he started calling his friends groipers based on the Pepe the Frog um, kind of offshoot and he would uh, he interrupted TPUSA and uh, I guess the groipers were you know at war with them. Of course you know TPUSA nothing good going on there. But this would be the end of Fuentes' push for traditional values. The next chapter in his story takes a much darker turn. Here he is liking a tweet in 2018 saying, It's okay to like traps, referring to boys who pretend to be girls. There's also a video of him out there talking about how it's actually not really that gay to like traps. You know, because women are so disgusting that, like, you know, traps, it's not that gay. They're, you know, they look good. Here are images from his Discord posted to Imgur in 2018 where he had a channel called Cat Boys where Fuentes and his followers would post an- images of animated underage boys being sexualized, often referred to as Shotokan. Guys, you remember the remember the whole uh, Gays for Trump rally where they had the Twinks for Trump uh, posters in the background? Milo's in front of there as the, you know, what do you call himself? The dangerous faggot in front of all those things. Everybody was speaking from the Geert Wilders, right? Wasn't he there? He had a bunch of other characters all speaking in front of Twinks for Trump posters. I don't even want to go into and look at those again. So these were, these are what would start years of taunting Nick Fuentes for being a closeted homophobe who would say things against the LGBTQ on his live streams while doing things like this behind the scenes. Needless to say, this would cost him a lot of his original supporters. Cat boys, post in here, please. Okay, uh, Nick Fuentes went on a date with openly gay alt-right Australian streamer Tor Brooks, better known as Catboy Cammy. Here's a shortened clip of the date. He also posted, then deleted from Telegram, saying he was Fuentes' first kiss. When should I let everyone know I was Nick's first kiss? Nick must have freaked out and told him to delete that. Here is Catboy Cammy laughing at a live stream chatter's question, asking if Nick Fuentes ever talks about being attracted to girls. It is funny. Does Nick ever talk about being attracted to girls? No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he went on a date with this guy. Oh, and yet he's considered like this trad 
figure. Following being deplatformed, he started up Cozy D- TV, which was uh, helped by Alex Jones. They have people like Real Alex Jones, Roger Stone, E. Michael Jones, and Lauren Witzke uh, doing their you know re-uploads there. And you've got Beardson over there and some others like Baked Alaska, who used to get gay with Milo. He was Milo's butt buddy. They're pictured in bed together, you know, in robes, holding up hands of cash. Yeah, so he is a snitch. That's one thing about Milo and Timothy Giannette, who, uh, you know, Baked Alaska, who was seen with that Ray Epps guy months before the January 6th insurrection. He is obviously, I mean, it, it's verifiable that this guy's working with the feds. That's why he was able to get out of prison so quickly. Violent felon who live-streamed himself storming into the Capitol building in Nancy Pelosi's office. He pled guilty and agreed to an informant deal with federal prosecutors. That's the only way it happened. Uh, so there's a thread on the Milo GNA connection. Okay, speaking of Cozy.TV, let's talk about Jaden P. McNeil. He was a former friend of Nick Fuentes and streamer on Cozy. He was expelled from K- KSU. And December 2020, mostly due to his association with Fuentes and jokes about George Floyd. Nick Fuentes went on to try to ruin the life of his former associate who left America First Cult and Cozy TV in April 2022. Cults don't let you just leave. Here's a loyalty pledge Nick asks his fan to kill, rape, and die for him. To do anything like that, because you took the pledge. You took the loyalty He's pledge. He's kill, rape, and die for Nick Fuentes. Raise your... Even if he is joking, who would say this? What kind of sick mind would say this? die for Nick Fuentes. Raise your right hand. All right, everybody, raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Repeat after me. I will kill, rape, and die for Nicholas J. Fuentes. Okay, so McNeil would stay quiet at first, but would be harassed by Nick and his fans. After he went on the Kino Casino stream with that obese Canadian and the coquette Andy Worski. So Nick Fuentes in retaliation would release creep shots he took of Jaden McNeil sleeping. This was a, meant to embarrass McNeil, but it just showed much, how much of a creep and deviant Fuentes really is. Who would take pictures of their friend like this, not tell them, and then release them as some kind of revenge porn? The dude's sleeping, you fucking creep. So, in addition to the creep shots, Nick Fuentes discussed how he broke into McNeil's room that he was renting from Fuentes and used a blacklight to check for semen. This spawned a very funny video where he was also caught looking at trans porn. Let's take a look. It was late in the evening when my phone buzzed with a Twitter notification that Nick Fuentes was caught red-handed looking at tranny porn. I couldn't believe it. I laughed. Soon after, the Groypers were doing damage control claiming Mr. Krabs 9000 was a fake account. Naturally, I had to get to the bottom of it. Nick Fuentes and his followers claimed this account, Mr. Krabs 9000, was forged by a disgruntled white nationalist to smear him. Nick posted screenshots to his newly created Punished Hoopla account. I questioned Michael Alberto. And he- I think Fuentes is uh, punished spinach right now. Okay, so let's see. There's uh, They have... Um, multipliers on Cozy TV to make the view count look much, much more impressive. I don't really want to get too much more into this. So yeah, fake viewers, 
Before two days ago, Fuentes was a struggling loser committing fraud to his ever-decreasing audience after being deplatformed. Today, Fuentes was disavowed by former President Donald Trump, who pretended not to know who he was. Yeah, so that was a while ago. Let's take a look at 448 in, to the part two of, I think this was called The Come Detective, um, <laughs> based on Fuentes' um, blacklight searching of his former friend's room. Let's take a look here. This is Jaden McNeil talking about how Fuentes does actually probably masturbate to tranny porn. About Nick and the homosexual question. Um, Rainbow Trout says, Okay, Jaden, come clean. Did you ever hear Nick punching his clown to tranny porn? I would be lying if uh, he didn't ever mention like uh, how going after girls and normal stuff is vanilla and he's into some dark twisted stuff and he doesn't want to pursue real relationships he's perfectly happy you know doing his own thing three or four times a day it's like dude that's not healthy you shouldn't do that finally i had my smoking gun Jaden's own testimony lends credibility to nick being in fact a homosexual deviant coomer <laughs> of course there's so much more to this investigation. I just don't want to get bogged down by it. Let's let's hear Nicholas J. Fuentes in his own words here. Guys, I'm sorry. This is very disgusting stuff. But I, I got to show you who Nick Fuentes is when he's like the communications director for Yay24. I've got to point this out. It seems like perhaps it was pressure put on Ye to have him distance himself from Milo, but it could also have just been that Nick Fuentes uh, had him pushed out because apparently Milo and Nick were clashing a bit. Too many gay egos in one room. And hey, um, apparently Milo was also trying to get Nick out, so Ye decided to choose Nick. And so as long as Nick is still in the spotlight in a very meaningful way, I am going to be talking about this disgusting, despicable little manlet. Meow. Rose wrist, catch this rape, bitch. He was crying to Destiny that I said I was going to rape him. He was like, it was like so graphic he was saying he was going to rape me. He was shook. He was shooketh that I said I would rape him. Well, it's like I said, he thought it was funny putting on the cat ears, but all it did is... Made me want to hold him down and rape him. Again, is he joking? If it is indeed a joke, what kind of person would joke about this? That's your. That's on you, pal. He said, oh, he was going into detail about the rape kit. Yeah, yeah, they're going to do a rape kit on you. The doctors are going to do a rape kit and they're going to find me guilty. And I'm going to, I'm going to plead guilty. You're going to go to the infirmary. You're going to go to the ER. And they're going to use a rape kit on you, and they're going to do a DNA test, and they're going to match the DNA to my DNA, and then they're going to they're going to charge me with rape, and I'm going to plead guilty. I'm going to say, Your Honor, I raped him. Your Honor, I was I was a raper. I raped. Okay, it goes on for four minutes. Him talking about raping I a guy. Rape him because he would want it too bad. It wouldn't even be a rape. He would just four minutes of him just. Talking continuously, discussing his fantasy of raping a guy. Yeah, based tr traditional's values. Sure. Let's take a look at uh, him basically being a, a Duganist, because that's one of the other poison pills that's getting thrown into this whole 
Yay 24 campaign is that Russia is totally great. Ukraine and Russia, I haven't really seen so much. In terms of Ukraine and Russia, I haven't really seen so much of that in the news. I'm, of course, pro-Putin. I'm very pro-Russia. Um, you know, I am also. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Um, you know, you see that this is just an extension of the United States neocon establishment, New World Order type stuff. Okay, so let's take a I'll get back to Russia in just a little bit. Let's take a look at the virtuous right wing, by the way. Laura Loomer and our boy Milo there. And I just posted this in response to somebody who's just really, you know, talking about how the entertainment industry will never change. There's no way to root out the Satanism when its very existence survival is dependent on worshiping Satan. Dude, the right wing does the same thing. And that's totally cool because, oh, they were trying to raise awareness about the Americans who were killed by illegal invaders who were brought in by their tribe. Their tribe made that happen. So are they really, um, are they celebrating it, maybe? That was before, was that before a lot of her plastic surgery or after? I, I don't even know. Might be after. They did a great job. She looks like a lovely lady. Okay, moving on. Let's move to the Balenciaga scandal. Now, here's the thing. Ye has come out in support of Balenciaga, saying, don't, you know, don't boycott their products. Don't try to ruin the company. There's some good people that work there. They're, they're, yeah, I understand. There might be some, some people that work there that aren't bad, but the company itself, they're the ones who signed off on all of this, and they're trying to distance themselves from it. Does Ye still have some, uh, some financial ties to the company? Is he still benefiting from his previous relationship to them? that they severed or is he just trying to be very altruistic and say, yeah, yeah, they cut ties with me, but don't try to ruin the company for their pedo crap and their child rape imagery. So let's, where's the outrage? Let's take a look at this. I've watched the whole clip, which is actually pretty good. He's speaking to a a Jewess, a black guy and a, a woman. And, um, you'll hear him reference. He doesn't know what it's like to be a, a, a Jewish woman or a black guy, but the Jewish woman is pretty much defending the Balenciaga campaign as not being child porn. Like, let's be clear. It's not child pornography. The children weren't in any danger. So this guy, when he goes off script, he takes out his earpiece so that he doesn't have to listen to the producers yelling at him. Probably Catholic vote. Never mind that. Okay. So let's take, let's take a listen here. This is from the daily blast live. Where's the outrage? I'm going to go off for a minute here because Please where go. is the outrage? It's been a week and a half, and now we're doing this story. I get it. Thanksgiving was happening and all that. But they tried to hide behind that, right? Maybe this will make it through the news cycle. No, it's not, okay? Adidas didn't cut ties 48 hours after Kanye did his whole thing, right? And they got lambasted for not speaking out against uh, anti-Semitism. This is a week and a half, and nobody seems to care that there's little kids involved in this. I can't speak what it's like to be a black man, right? I can't speak what it's like to be a Jewish woman, but I can speak what it's like to be a father of two young boys. And that this type of behavior, when I worked at CBS.com out of a little closet my first show, I was like, I'm gonna say this and wear a blue shirt. I got 49 emails saying, maybe wear a purple shirt and maybe don't say this here. Don't tell me this slipped through the cracks when you're getting a court case 
that features child pornography. It's disgusting. It's disturbing. Jeopardy's got to flip their whole production because of w- one person said something, but they wanted to be woke and do all that. How many other examples are there? 10, 20, 30, 40 years we're going back to cancel people? But this slips through the cracks? It's outrageous. And that people aren't outraged and skipping work with their posters and going to the courthouse or going to Balenciaga and stars aren't wiping their Instagram and social media with all their Balenciaga gear is disgusting in itself. Don't you tell me, Hollywood, how to live my life or you want me canceled or because you produce something. You're going to go around because Balenciaga pays you a million dollars, two million, five million? Kim Kardashian, shame on you. You're a billionaire. You don't need this company. They need you. And for you to take a week and a half to come to a conclusion, shame on you. So, yeah, Kim Kardashian took a long time to release a statement. Then she was like, oh, I'm just so perclempt. Um, Speaking of Kim, I guess her and Ye were together at uh, her house for their daughter Saint's birthday party. Maybe just yesterday or the day before. Uh, some other recent uh, news was, yes, Kanye going on with Gavin McAnus, the guy who shoves dildos up his asshole, on his own TV show for the live audience. Yeah, that's a great guy. He makes out with Milo. He's, oh, he's really promoting Western values. So, yeah, let's just take a, a little bit of a look at what took place during this interview. And there's some sort of, like, lemming DNA in white people where when they reach a certain amount of success they just want to take it off a cliff it's white suicide it's lemming dna we just get successful we're like i want to commit white genocide against my own people and i don't like when jews get pulled into that because when i think of my orthodox jewish friends and and even my hasidic friends these people are conservative trump supporting you know american patriots and the Jews that are getting lumped in with uh, this sort of ethnomasochistic cultural suicide tend not really to be Jewish. I call them ginos, Jews in name only. It's liberal elite whites you should have a beef with. Yeah, but I lump them all in together. That's what I did. That's how, okay, that's, that's, that's the, good. That's why the tweet said that, Jewish people. Okay. But this trait, like, you know, blacks are overrepresented in violent crime. But when you meet an individual black person, you don't apply that. You start with a fresh slate every time you meet someone. Do you do that with Jews? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this intervention isn't going very well. <laughs> it was a funny response. Okay, let's take a look at just one more little clip from this. How it was ended. love Jews, but you're canceled for anti-Semitism because you also love Hitler, but you love everyone equally. Good guys and bad guys. Yeah, Jewish people can't tell me who I can love and who I can't love. You can't say, you can't force your pain on everyone else. Jewish people, forgive Hitler today. Let it go. Let it go. And stop trying to force it on other people. Good night. Shikagir. Okay, so yeah, that's how it ended. And you know what? These Jews are going to have to... I think they're going to have to try to compromise. They're going to try to have to come to the table and have some kind of discussion at some point because the masses of people out there currently know, okay? And they're really fed up. So it would be smart of them 
to try to kind of have some negotiations or something to kind of come clean in some regard instead of continuously doubling down and canceling anybody who who points out the obvious facts. I mean, these people are anti-facts because, oh, it hurts our feelings and feelings trump facts. Okay, so let's now move on over and take a look at Elon and Yay. This is another Twitter thread here. And yeah, I don't... I don't know who this guy is on Twitter down here. Rennie Gator? I don't know. I'd follow him if I had a Twitter account. So, thread on the occult esoteric symbolism surrounding Ye and Elon. As promised, there are symbolic links to the Ra'elian extraterrestrial cult, skull and bones, and transhumanism, intersecting with the necessity of free speech. Is there a connection here, or am I just a schizo? (laughs) It could be the latter. I don't know. I'm just presenting it for you all. So the reason that Ye got kicked off of Twitter again by Elon Musk was for posting this symbol, which is a Ra'elian symbol, which is this ET cult based out of Israel. So, like Ra'el, Israel. Um, So Elon Musk said it incited violence because it made him want to punch Ye, so that's why it incited violence. So first, let's take a look at the Yastika, uh, Yastika, which is a symbol that was tweeted from Ye's account. We don't know who created the symbol, but it's not a new invention. The symbol is used by the alien UFO cult, a tax-exempt religious group, and it represents infinite space and time. And the, the, the six-point star is not their symbol. They've taken all these symbols and made it their own. This is funny, though. Um, Elon Musk was not only has not only espoused his personal beliefs in the core fu- uh, foundational tenets of Raelism, but he is actively pursuing the implementation of its belief system and was awarded the un- honorary guide for his unwavering support of free speech. This is from their website, Elon Musk. They, uh, this was after his purchase of Twitter. Uh, Matreya Rael named him an honorary guide of the Raelian movement for his unwavering support for freedom of speech. So, this religion teaches that about 25,000 years ago, Elohim arrived at the earth and transformed it so that life could develop. A belief that Elon Musk has espoused numerous times on his personal Twitter page. I don't know if it would be alien life, but there was something potentially that happened around that time. Perhaps the gods. But something weird did happen in our past. I'm not saying that the Raelians are right, but there was something weird that did take place. And it's uh, reflected in our DNA, which is very bizarre compared to um, other apes. The UFO religion's founder, Ra'el, said that there would be, a biologic, be biological robots in the future as technological advances will use technology to enhance human ability, something Elon Musk is currently embarking on with his Neuralink brain implant. He says, we are now confident that Neuralink device is ready for humans, so timing is a function of working through the FDA approval process. In the occult, the person who wears the mask is also considered to be in direct association with the mask's spirit force and is consequently exposed to like personal danger of being affected by it. All these BDSM-style masks are made by Balenciaga. Notice anything? So, he even put one of his, I think, was it uh, North in a mask? Or maybe it was Saint? One of his children was in one of the masks, too. I do not like them. I find them very disturbing. And yet, do they not look like alien masks, right? These look like black aliens. Well, that one looks yellow. 
Right? Doesn't that look almost like a gray alien there? That is weird. No? Okay, Schizo Gematria time. That's where we're going to tune out. But, um, yeah, definitely something strange going on. And, guys, this is, the, this is the hero of many Christians, the guy who wears an upside-down cross with a Baphomet. Oh, but it's, like, from video games and stuff. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's take a look at what Elon Elon's free speech really entails here. He's all about freeing speech on Twitter, right? Oh, he had that big the big data dump about how Twitter was censoring the Hunter Biden laptop. That was I I think a way to, you know, basically distance himself from the the Kanye scandal so that he could just say, "Oh, look at all the good stuff we're doing." So, here's Jonathan Greenblatt saying, this isn't that hard. Freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom of reach. And here is Elon's new Twitter policy, which he released on his uh, on my birthday there. That's great. New Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. So he copies him verbatim. He took his new policy from Jonathan Greenblatt, just basically saying, we'll shadow ban people. We don't have to ban everybody. We'll just shadow ban them. Make them so nobody can find them. Let's take a look at... Uh, this strange interaction from uh, this was Jason Cohen for some reason was on with Adam Green I do not trust either of these guys I trust Jason Cohen even more than anybody possibly because it has come out that he is a cop that actually I think when he worked as a corrections officer he murdered an inmate but yeah he is uh, not a very good person but here he is talking about how all this does is show you that that talking about Jews gets you canceled. That's 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 the message. So don't do it. It's why I coined Ye's law. Naming them ruins you. So that's his whole message. Telling you not to name them because it'll be bad for you. The law, which he represents, will come down, and crack down on you. And uh, yeah, that's what he's all about. I'm not going to play through that. I cannot stand him. He looks like an absolute psychopath. And let's move on. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on just to uh, to uh, mention Syrian girl who is a Putin shill. Remember, you're allowed to like Hitler if you're a Ukrainian fighting Russia. You're allowed to support Nazis if you're in Ukraine. You're allowed to support Israel, which are ethnic cleansing like Nazi like Nazis, yet Kanye West's statement is supposed to be shocking and horrifying. Again, just a way to... Oh, look at the Nazis in Ukraine. The U.S. supports the Nazis in Ukraine. And uh, basically shilling for Russia in the process. Now let's just take a look at some Jews real quick. Um, here's a Jew on Twitter saying, Why are bankers disproportionately Jewish? That's the question he's answering. Bro, maybe you shouldn't have banned Jews from being guild members for hundreds of years and instead relegated them to handling money because usury was sinful and that's what they were good for. Just saying. So it's our fault that we were getting fleeced by them. It's not that it's in their holy book that they shall lend to the nations and borrow from none. They're going to lend to all the nations, borrow from... No, no, but it was our fault. And look at him collectively blaming white people for Jewish power. So we shouldn't have done that? We? Whoa, 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 whoa. Collectively blaming white people for things that happened in the past. But we can't discuss what Jews collectively are doing today in the present without being banned because Jews run the show? 
It's very infuriating seeing all this. It really is. Let's take a look at another one. Uh, genocides do not begin with mass murder. That's where they end up. Genocides and other mass atrocity crimes begin with words, specifically with powerful people dehumanizing a minority. Once they're seen as less than human, anything is possible, even mass murder. So I just said, let's, or I meant, excuse me, Rennie Gator just said, let's reflect on the past few decades of white people equals bad mainstream media and question whether or not white genocide is taking place. And let's find out who's behind it. He's saying genocide start with words and dehuman, dehumanizing of people. That's what they've been doing with the Jewish media for so long. Yes, it is genocide. What is taking place is psychological warfare intended to... Uh, destroy our people. Now, let's take a look at uh, a right-wing shill that just can't stop, won't stop. He is going hard, and it is getting ridiculous to see. Some of his tweets about, oh, the, the evil Nazis and anti-Semites are cl climbing up from the sewers of hell. It's horrible. It's just ridiculous to watch. Okay. So on Tuesday, he called for YouTube to segregate all anonymous commenters because his viewers overwhelmingly criticized his embarrassing, fawning interview of Israeli President Bibi Netanyahu. So yeah, he went to the uh, Israel for the Daily Wire, who he works for now, with uh, Ben Shapiro, and he's shilling for Netanyahu. It's absolutely ridiculous watching this, and the responses he has to some of his critics are just golden. The way he uses his language... So here he is just talking about, he's justifying Israel's land theft, right, to Bibi Netanyahu's face, just talking about how it's a good thing that they stole the Palestinian land because they improved it. The Israelis, the Jews, have done a tremendous amount of work in improving this territory. And I know there's a principle of ownership in Western common law, in English common law, um, and I'm not a lawyer, so I may muck this up to some degree, but I, I understand the principle. If you own territory, a vast swath of land, and you're doing nothing to it, and someone comes and squats on it and spends a lot of time... Uh, the Palestinians were, were using it, farming it, living on it. <laughs> it was just stolen from them. I'm improving it. At some point, they actually develop a valid legal claim to the property itself. And so it, it, there seems to be something intrinsic to our notion of valid ownership that... If you're going to occupy a territory, you actually have to do something with it that's productive. And so that's that's at least part of the claim you're making. Is that the same Netanyahu as we used to have before? He looks more like a Muppet now. I don't know what's different. He just looks different. ...at the moment to buttress the notion that the Jewish people have a valid claim to the present territory. Well, and... There it, were a lot of movement back and forth. Yes. But, but the Jews have actually taken the land and made something of it. Well, I'm saying something else, though. I'm saying that they held the land for 2,000 years, were kicked out. The Arabs came and conquered it and immediately lost it to others. Okay. So, let's, let's move on just a little bit. Um, we need to cancel Macklemore. Remember the thrift shop singer? When he came out as a Jew... Yeah, that was that was interesting. Anyway, moving on, let's let's take a look at uh, a Jew pretending to be a woman, dressing up as a woman, and telling us about how little children need to have their genitals mutilated because that's love. So, this is Daniel Concanon talking here and uh, referencing how this creature says, "I believe in our role as healers," and it's a mutilation enthusiast. 
role as truth tellers, a man whose entire identity is a lie. Medicine and science are being politically perverted, says the pervert who was politically appointed to pervert medicine and science. This destroys human lives, says Dr. Frankenstein's gender monster as it advocates for the physical and psychological destruction of human lives. The admiral's words and existence are a true achievement in the inversion of reality. And the reality is, this is a freak who cut his dick off, morally browbeating you because you don't want dickless freaks cutting your son's dick off. I believe in our role as healers. I believe in our role as truth tellers. And the truth that we need to confront now is that medicine and science are being politically perverted around this country that destroys human lives. And we have reached a tipping point for the role in medicine and civic life for the health and well-being of LGBTQI plus youth and other Americans. <laughs> it really is such an inversion. It's ridiculous. Take a look at this story. Jewish scientist proposes cure for what he calls the parasitic condition of whiteness. <laughs> Come on. Come on, really? <laughs> what if we had a white scientist who proposes cure for what he calls the parasitic condition of Jewishness? That would actually at least be accurate. So he calls whiteness a malignant parasit- parasitic-like condition. And the paper is on having whiteness. It was written by Dr. Donald Moss, a Jewish man who is a faculty member of both the New York Psychoanalytical Institute and the San Francisco Center for Psychoanalysis. So, yeah, that's that's all you really need to know about that. Let's uh, briefly talk about Vlad the Jew Saver. Uh, This is a common theme over on the Tribune and on this show. This is from November 26, 1999. So he's been... Their best buddy from the beginning, <clears throat> synagogue schools, Jewish community centers, and federations across the U.S. are calling upon their local Chabad Lubavitch centers to conduct Hanukkah, Shanukkah worships, workshops for their children. Hundreds of government officials and celebrities around the globe, including scores of U.S. governors, mayors, and other dignitaries, are attending Chabad Lubavitch menorah lighting celebrations. The Chabad mafia is very powerful and run out of Russia. Russia's PM to Jewish delegation, I was first to restore Jewish property exclamation point an extraordinary 40 minute meeting with Russian Jewish leaders Russian Prime Minister Vlad V. Putin promised to assist the Jewish community in combating anti-Semitism, building schools and reclaiming former synagogue buildings for Jewish communities Rabbi Beryl Lazar Chief Lubavitch Emissary to the region who was recently elected as the head rabbi by delegates to the newly formed Federation of Jewish Communities of Russia Accompanied Federation officials Lev Levayev, one of the oligarchs, Michael Gluz, and Mark Grubarg to present the Prime Minister with a silver menorah. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if he still has it. It's got to it's gotta have it. Rabbi Lazar described the menorah as a symbol of religious freedom. Speaking about the miracle of Chanaka, the rabbi and his colleagues described the resurgence of Jewish life in Russia since the fall of communism as a modern miracle. Mr. Putin said he was familiar with both the menorah and the Hanukkah holiday because as a child, his family shared their communal apartment with the Jewish family. Oh, he loves to reminisce about that. So, meeting attendees report that Prime Minister Putin demonstrated a keen awareness of efforts to rekindle Jewish practices in Russia, along with an acute knowledge of both positive conditions in the country that have encouraged this resurgence as well as anti-Semitic incidents that thwart Jewish development. The Prime Minister also hailed the 30 schools that were opened throughout the country within the last decade. Prime Minister Putin recalled that as an official in St. Petersburg in 1991, it was he who signed the official documents giving permission for the first opening of a Jewish school in Russia in more than 70 years. He's the guy. 
And that's, that's, of course, why he was chosen to be the ruler of Russia. So based. 5D dreidel being played right here for the Chanaka holiday. The Festival of Lights. So, yeah, I mean, we could keep going and going. There's so much about that. But you just saw that from 1999 from Chabad.org and thought I'd mention it with all you. Let's take a look at what Trad Russia is up to today. Uh, we heard a lot of people kvetching about how the Russian Orthodox Church was banned in Ukraine. Oh, hey. um, well, what's the Russian Orthodox Church, you know, up to? Oh, yeah, you know, raping boys. That's, that's trad-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sounds pretty orthodox to me. I saw this story, and there's a rush connection here. Germany arrests dozens suspected of planning to overthrow the government. I've heard some conflicting thing about the Reich, Reichsburger movement, or the citizens of the Reich, who say that, you know, basically the government they have now is not legitimate, which is correct. But uh, there is they were supposedly going to try to overthrow the government, something to do with QAnon here. And then I see down here, among those arrested was a man who tried to make contact with representatives of the Russian government over the plans, according to a statement from the federal prosecutor. They weren't sure that there were any um, positive reactions from the Russian sources. And also a Russian citizen, whom the prosecutors identified as Vitalia B., was strongly suspected of supporting the conspirators and of trying to establish contacts with Moscow. Interesting, interesting. Now... Let's shift focus just briefly here and talk about another Jewish issue, a Jewish uh, dictator of sorts. Now, you might have seen on the Tribune, I posted a few documentaries about how the empire was right. But here's the thing. The, the empire and the new order in the more recent films definitely are filling the role of the Nazis. But in at least the first few films... It does look like perhaps it was Aryan esotericism um, of the Jedi, which you know represented this Egyptian uh, kind of priest class, versus the Semitic Empire. And one of the reasons for this would be that you have Darth Vader looking exactly like the Gollum statue in Prague. Now, there also is, a, I think it was World War One, or was it World War Two? I think World War One um, propaganda poster where you have uh, a Darth Vader-looking figure uh, representing the Germans, because, I think because of the helmet and everything. But let's just think of Vader as a golem. He is kind of a machine. He must obey his master. It's very hard for him to break his programming and finally turn against the Emperor. And, um, yeah, there... There is a decent amount of evidence to this. I saw a some kind of hyperborean type video on BitChute. Made a lot of sense. Darth Vader's Jewish roots. Okay, so you see his little breastplate here. You see these letters? It's kind of hard. Let's see if zoom in. Enhance. Enhance. We need to uh, really improve our investigative abilities here. All right. We're going to zoom and zoom and zoom and zoom. What is going on here? What are those letters? Some people claim that they are just a made-up alien language. But what do they look like to you? What does it look like to you that's on Vader's breastplate here? Ah, yes, it looks like it's Hebrew. 
Recently, Moment Magazine and Geek Blog io9 both pointed out Darth Vader may be a crypto Jew. Actually, he's the Golem. Apparently, inside of the chest plate that Vader wore, um, here we pause to appreciate the utter Jewishness of this accessory in and of itself, has inscriptions resembling Hebrew. So yeah, the chest plate, we'll get to that in just a second. JTA noticed, noted this in 1998. Coolest discovery of a cryptic Hebrew text. The inscription on Darth Vader's control panel, a close-up look at the costume, which went on display this year as part of the Star Wars exhibit at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, reveals Hebrew lettering that George Lucas's creative team used to represent an otherworldly language. Don't bother searching for hidden messages. It's all gibberish. But if you insist on a closer look, you can buy a limited edition replica. Okay. So... The bigger news, Luke and Leia are eligible for birthright. That's great. Let's take a look at the breastplate. So, there's the breastplate with clearer markings there you could see that look like Hebrew. Okay, i got to zoom back out now. De-enhance. So, here you see, again, the connection to the Gollum statue in Prague. So here's the, the, the chest plate, the breast plate. But who wore these? Well, look at that. Look at that breast piece. Does that remind you, maybe, of anybody? Hmm? Hmm? How about this guy? The golden garments of the Cohen Gadol Shemot. There you go. They both wear breast plates. Kind of interesting. And then you also have the... Uh, the Jedi in training using the uh, having the braid that looks a lot like the Jewish, Jewish tradition of a payot. It could be that both sides are potentially just Jewish, a little Jewish uh, war. Okay, so that's really neither here nor there, so let's move on. Maybe maybe Kanye wearing the black mask, it's on, he's going to be the new the new Darth Vader of sorts. Okay, let's see where I want to go with this now. Let's take a little quick break and mention uh, glycolic acid toner. So this is a little advertisement. You go on over to heathenherbs.com and you can buy the glycolic acid toner, which is a good deodorant. We sell deodorant, but you can also use the glycolic acid toner for that. Good morning. I wanted to let you guys know that this glycolic acid toner that I, it's an exfoliating toner that I sell at Heathen Herbs, it's the best deodorant I've ever used. Glycolic acid is even stronger than magnesium. So if you are stinky and you're looking for a natural deodorant, yes, we have our magnesium deodorant, but this stuff works even better. So get you some of this and stop being stinky. All right. And if you want to follow anything that Sinead's doing, you can go to solo.to backslash Sinead McCarthy. Solo. You can't even see it because I cut off the address bar. Um, but then she also has the YouTube channel where she just released a new music video. And I suggest you guys all check that out. Just search for at Cine underscore Mac. Now let's move on to somebody I have not kept track of in a while. The Idaho slut punisher remains totally elusive. No suspect. So this guy just goes on 
and on and on about how heroic it is that these people were murdered. Because look, they're showing their midriffs. Look, these young, these young women are showing their midriffs. They deserve to be slaughtered. This is such a Jewish freaking mindset. Here's what he writes. Dear grimy sluts, you can hoard up all you want. You can run around in midriff shirts, sucking every cock you can find. But in the end, justice will catch up with you. Sluts all over the world now live in fear that they'll finally have to pay the price for their whoring. You People think I'm joking or just being an asshole, but every single slut sees these murders and says, oh shit. <sighs> yeah, so... He's, he's celebrating the murder of these girls. Uh, oh, on some level, sure, I'm having a laugh about these sluts getting carved up like a Thanksgiving turkey, but on another level, it's literally true that if women don't stop behaving how they behave, society is going to collapse. This is simply not sustainable. It's also simply a fact that the Bible says that women who act like this deserve death. Got to base it on the Bible. Kill these young white girls. Yes, kill them. That's what Andrew Anglin wants. And the Ukrainian ones, too, for sure. Yes. Um, let's move on to some other racial issues here. So sickening. I hate the right wing so much. In case you haven't noticed. Oops. I hate the left wing. You know, I like the anti-whites, the cultural Marxists and all that. But the right wing is so much more nefarious because they pretend to be on our side. So here's just a little story that... Uh, I'm not even going to watch much of this. But they're calling this, this juggings. So it's, it's like a mugging where black people essentially follow you from the bank or from a store and then just they just commit felony uh, robbery on you. And people are wondering why they're calling it jugging. Why does the media use cute little words like jugging to describe what is really strong-armed robbery? So it's because this is a Jewphemism. Jugging sounds cute. You know, just like how the knockout game, it's just a game, guys. So, yeah, the Houston police see a 20% increase in juggings. It's, it's ridiculous. Using a word like juggings in a serious report about what's going on here. We're just going to see more and more of that. Take a look at this story briefly. As I've pretty much gone over the hour here, and I will I'll close up soon. Broadway's Lion King interpreter fired for being white settles case after backlash. So this guy was fired just because of the color of his skin, and uh, they've settled. Sign language interpreter, but yeah, they needed somebody more diverse. He was white, so fire him. This is what happens in our world today. It's sickening. This is, this is what takes place. Fired for being white. We're going to see more and more and more of this. Oh, but it's, it's racial justice. Right, right. Let's take a look at this story. New federal data shows 73,000 illegal immigrants got away in one month. That's a lot. And it's all by design. It's all by plan. You know, you've heard uh, Biden talk before about how another thing in that little black box, you know, the little Torah box, uh, we're going to we're gonna have an un unrelenting stream of mass immigration. Non-stop, non-stop. In 2017, people like me, you know, white white people, white Europeans, we're going to be an absolute minority in this country. And that's that's not a bad thing. That's a source of our strength. I'm not, I'm not a Jew. You, yeah, I'm a Zionist. You don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. Okay, so yeah, 
New data compiled by CPB, CBP uh, has revealed that 73,000 undocumented migrants, that's illegal aliens, excuse me, called illegal aliens, were able to escape from the U.S. in November alone. That's a lot. Okay, moving on. Sweden, this is some decent news, Sweet, seeks to revoke permanent residency permits in migrant crackdown. So it looks like they are starting to say, you know what, this isn't working that well. So maybe these people should go at some point. So yeah, they're looking to abolish the institution of permanent residence permits. You know, I had some other things here. Okay, we'll just cover two more. First thing I wanted to point out was how the Washington Post is telling Americans to eat bugs if they can no longer afford traditional seasonal dinners. I see this so many times. They're, they're pushing bugs hard. Hard, guys. Yeah, so if you can't afford the traditional holiday meals, get some bugs. Get some grubs. Consumers can already find foods like salted ants on Amazon and cricket powder, protein bars, and Swiss grocery stores. So yeah, the Washington Post... Um, Oh, God. That looks good. I mean, the meat's disgusting, too, to me, but... Yeah, to eat your own. If you want to eat the meat, you want to eat the bugs, I guess go for it. But what this all reminded me of was a movie called Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is uh, an interesting film that actually has ties into uh, Willy Wonka. If you're ever interested in an interesting little dive... Search Willy Wonka and Snowpiercer, and you'll find some strange connections. There's a little documentary video series this guy did on it. Then there's a scene in Snowpiercer where, as the poor people are moving up through the train, they find out what their food, their protein bars, are made of. And uh, what they're made of is actually a bunch of ground-up uh, cockroaches and bugs. Now, it's not really loading for me here. That's okay. Um, you know, I'll start to wrap up the show anyway. It is always good getting to talk to you guys. I know I don't always have the time to do it. It's, um, this really is not my, my full-time work, guys. I, it can't be. I used to be able to get a lot of donations and things and, and really sustain a high level of output, but, um, I don't anymore. And ever since... Really, they took away my ability to have online contributions or Patreon or even... Remember that they had Patreon? You, you, I can't raise funds at all. I'm not getting uh, millions of dollars like Andrew Anglin and, and Nick Fuentes did with cryptocurrency. So, yeah, I'm just doing my best out here. I'm, I, I'm not releasing a video every time a new story breaks. I hope you guys are, are cool with that because that's what it's going to be like. But, you know, the Re Renegade Tribune, we try to keep you updated with what we got. But, yeah, take a look at this. So that's how it's made. Ooh, still hot. Wow, look at them all. And you do some nice birds. That's right, man. There's your it's like a Wonka chocolate bar, right? Ooh, there's your protein block. So look inside, and it's a bunch of cockroaches getting ground up. That's what they've been eating all these years. Why are you grossed out, dude? That's the new fad. That's, that's what everybody needs to be eating these days. 
All right, guys, you know what? I do have some other things in my notes, but um, I think we're going to call it there for the day. Went over a lot. So, in conclusion, we have a big opportunity here. We're living in very interesting times, and we have the ability to reach a lot of people right now. We are able to network with people all over the world. We have so much information that we can present to the people about the lies we've been told, about the truth of our own ancestry and our own history. We can change things for the better very rapidly. So even though some of these figures might come, it might come out that they are completely compromised, that they are not going to stand up for us whatsoever, even if you thought that they were, you know, whether it's Yay or anybody else that comes out and tries to uh, be the new anti-Semite, you know, Nick Fuentes or, or any of these other characters that, that get a big following. Once it turns out that yeah, they're completely full of it, it doesn't matter, guys. Sure, we need to point that out. We need to steer people away from them. But what we need to do is realize that our enemies are getting desperate and that's why they're sending out the clowns. They're sending in the clowns because it's coming close to the end of the show. And so since things are starting to get really intense here, we could use as many of you people, you people out there working for our cause as possible. Now, I'm not just talking about posting memes online. I'm not just talking about making videos, but you should definitely make those videos like I recommended. I'm talking about talking to people in your real life. I'm talking about starting real networks. I'm not talking about starting new like fed groups or anything that could be easily infiltrated. We need to prepare because there is a storm coming. The storm's here, guys. This is the storm. Okay? It's our storm. We've been waiting for this. We've been making this happen. So let's take full advantage of it right now and strike while the iron is hot. People are ready for the truth. Let's give it to them. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll be back with you all again very soon. They tell us that ignorance is bliss. I guess for those that control the media, it is. They own the media, they control the stories we are told. If you ever try to go against them, you will be ignored. Because they control, they control, they control the narrative, they perpetuate the myth. Keep on telling you lies. Tell you ignorance is bliss Believe it all and you'll never get Never get wise To the truth Cause they control Everything you do Everything you do Everything you do Everything you do We have 
the new product at InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently, we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Thanks for listening to Project Schoolyard Volume 2. For more information about the project, as well as lyric to the songs on this CD, please visit www.tightrope.cc. You can also find jokes, news articles, a photo gallery, free CD downloads, and a secure online shopping cart. We carry a full line of flags, t-shirts, CDs, books, stickers, and other products of interest to racially conscious white people. Please visit www.tightrope.cc. Are you a native son or daughter of the South who pleads the stars and bars? Someone not born in Dixieland, but who is a Johnny Reb at heart? and looking for a place to shop that promotes Southern heritage? Well, your search is over. Dixie Republic is the place to go for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Inside the log cabin, just outside Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Dixie Republic has t-shirts, hats, videos, flags, books, belt buckles, and some of the best mouth-watering barbecue sauce that will ever touch your lips. There's just about everything you want honoring the South at Dixie Republic. Well, you say that South Carolina is a bit too far for you to drive? Have no fear, my friend. All of this is just a mouse click away. Go online at www.dixierepublic.com. You're home for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. You produce your own music and want to market it successfully. Your solution, Fire.com. This is how digital music distribution works. Register, load up song, and earn money. Fire.com takes your music into over 300 download portals. For example, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, or Beatport. Register now and take off with Fire's professional music distribution. Load up your music 